talking Palm Sunday. The real name of Palm Sunday is the Great Sabbath. Now, whilst Palm Sunday has a nice ring, this day already had a famous name, so you really don't need a new one. But 2,000 years ago, the arrival of this day caused millions of men to flood the streets of Jerusalem to find a lamb for their family for the upcoming Pesach feast. They would find their lambs. And by their words and their actions, they would also choose the Lamb of God that day. We already talked about some of that. At the eastern gate, the crowd lined the path with giant palm leaves as Yeshua Jesus, the suffering servant, rode in on a donkey to fulfill the prophecy of Zechariah 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming. He is just and having salvation, lonely and riding on a donkey, a colt the full of a donkey. So... Only King David and the judges had ever rode into town like that. So it stands out, other than this priest who goes and gets the lamb back and forth. So the throngs greeted him with loud shouts from Psalm 118, which were written to welcome the Messiah, judge, and king when he came to deliver them from their many oppressors. And it, just as a reminder, too, the fact that the high priest would do this and get all the attention focused on him shows you just how messed up the Pharisees had become by then because <laughs> they wanted to be seen as the king, the judge, the Messiah, the Redeemer. It's, it's still that way, but it started here, you know. But this particular situation, however, was the beginning of his journey to the cross as the Pesach offering. The palm leaves on the ground revealed the misunderstanding of the crowd. See, we call it Palm Sunday, which is okay, but it, it does throw you off what's going on. Palm leaves had always been part of the rituals of the Feast of Tabernacles in the fall. The Torah very specifically specified it. They built their temporary shelters with them, among other leaves, waved them in the air to rejoice before God, and the priests in procession went around the altar singing from the Hallel, Hosanna, O Lord, help us, O Jehovah, give prosperity. So again, you're here. You're back into that same scripture, same things that the priest was doing in the fall. So for the priest, it was their way of pleading for the Messiah to come and deliver Israel. Which brings us to our eighth word, which is Hallel, H-A-L-L-E-L. These crosswords are words relating to Passover that are used to point us to the cross. Now, you're going to hear me refer to Psalm 118 so many times, but it's all part of the Hallel, and they're used throughout Passover. Had the priests of the people paid attention, it would have been obvious that their Messiah was coming to suffer for them, not just to liberate them. And unfortunately, since they lacked that understanding, they had no rituals for welcoming the Lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world. Of course, they didn't understand that their Redeemer would come once in the spring to suffer and die as the Pesach Lamb. And then he would come a second time, mightily as judge of the whole earth, this time in the fall season of the tabernacle. So all of that got a little confusing. But there can be no Passover on the 14th of Nisan tonight, today, without the singular task set aside for the 10th of Nisan. It says in Exodus 12, on the 10th of this month, every man shall take for himself a lamb. Your lamb should be without blemish. So you can't have Passover without a lamb or the right. lamb. Yeah. And this was why Jesus, the Messiah, the sinless lamb of God, had to enter Jerusalem specifically on the 10th day of Nisan, the day the lambs were chosen by each family to be their Pesach offering four years later. It was the day the first Pesach lambs were selected in Egypt. And then 40 years after Moses led the Israelites across the Red Sea, Joshua led the next generation out of the wilderness and crossed the Jordan River into the Promised Land on this same day, the 10th of Nisan. So even this day, like Passover or Pesach, 
was very significant. When they crossed the river, Jordan River, parted for them as the waters had split for their fathers and mothers, leaving Egypt 40 years before. But God's plans were still right on time, even after a 40-year hiatus. There are some important lessons, I think, for us to learn here. A new day had arrived. And so this is important for us for what is Passover and these crosswords and all. A new day had arrived. They had stepped into the promise of God. And Joshua 5 tells us at that time, Jehovah said to Joshua, make flint knives and circumcise the Israelites again. Well, that's a question. Why? Well, none of those born in the wilderness had been circumcised. Those who had were now dead because they had disobeyed. So he raised up their sons in their place, is what the verse says. And Jehovah said to Joshua, today, after this had been accomplished, I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Wow. What in the world is a reproach of Egypt? And how can we avoid repeating their mistakes? Well, I believe those whom God delivered from Egypt were circumcised in the flesh, but they refused to obey God with their hearts. Instead, they acted like slaves or Egyptians who were slaves to sin. So they were condemned to die in the desert. Their sons were also to bear their shame. And God refused to let them be circumcised until they crossed the Jordan in faith. They weren't even, in that sense, considered his. They didn't celebrate the Passover for 40 years. Nothing that he had told them to do, they were barred from it. So this mass circumcision was God saying, you are my people, and there's no path back to Egypt or their false gods. So the 10th of Nisan is about finding our identity in him. What we call Palm Sunday is something very different. It's not about blaming our parents or our family or upbringing or life situations. It's about looking forward, moving forward, becoming who God tells you to be because that is who you are. So if they had grasped, if we had, well, the early Catholics started, they named that in about the late 300s. So they grasped what God was actually doing. They probably wouldn't have called it Palm Sunday because... It would have revealed a whole lot more about what that day was. But nonetheless, it works. Palm Sunday, it's kind of a tradition now. Choosing the Lamb. And actually, that blog is available at Victory.Radio. And the one for today with the teaching notes from this on the Passover to the cross, the crosswords, uh, that will all be up a little bit later today. So make sure that you're going to Victory.Radio. Great place to go to find all kinds of great information on Victory 91.5, but also at the blog area there are the teachings when Ray Haynes comes to the studio. And it also provides the notes as well as the links to the podcast. We've got more crosswords. And kind of significant, too, top of the hour will be 9 o'clock. Do you know what 9 o'clock is? It'll be when he was placed on the cross. On the cross. So this is when he was hung on the cross. So we're going to have a time of prayer and then we'll get some teaching on on some I think one of the most fascinating things that you might not have heard before was the sign above his head. Very I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I, I am intrigued too. Yes. 